Welcome to the Propel Podcast. On this episode, we are talking about performance nutrition for active adults. So it is always the case that when you decide to try to increase your performance and you're being more active, people will throw around nutrition as an element that you need to focus on. But a lot of people just don't really know what impact it actually has on their performance and how to actually manipulate the the variables in their nutrition. So today we're joined by Elena Purcell. She is a registered dietitian nutritionist. Elena, thanks for being here. Um, I want to start off by just giving us a summary of why we want to optimize our nutrition and how does it actually improve our performance, whether that be in the gym, on the field, on the track. What are the tangible ways that this will actually improve our um, performance? Yeah. Um, so fueling your body with quality nutrition is essential for optimal performance in sports and any athletic activity. Um, whether you're new to ex exercise or you're seasoned and you're running marathons, um, there are several ways that nutrition supports your daily and your exercise specific energy needs. Um, anyone who exercises can benefit from just thinking about and considering how to fuel to make their time spent exercising more efficient for them. And if you want to perform well, um, you need the right nutrition. The right mm -hmm. fuel is going to help you with strength gains, uh, power, and endurance. Um, so some of those benefits of optimal performance for nutrition is uh, fueling your muscles, um, enhanced stamina and endurance, um, help prevent low blood sugars, um, as well as hunger during exercise, um, regulating your body temperature, um, and also keeping your electrolytes in balance, which is important. Mm. Um, it should be noted, too, that um, to achieve top performance goals, um, you these are going to be individualized. Um, mm -hmm. So it's going to be based on a number of different things, your age, your weight, your physical condition, um, the sport that you're training for. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have specific questions, um, always consult with a dietitian or your physician. That's good advice. Um, okay, so what if I was really not a good eater mm -hmm. and I ate lots of fast food, I didn't really focus on my nutrition? What is the downside to me to not thinking about my nutrition? Yeah, so... Definitely a lot of the opposites of what we just talked about with the benefits. Um, so reduction in your reaction time, speed, focus, and endurance. Um, not eating enough um, can also uh, contribute to the loss of muscle mass, um, the inability to maintain or gain bone density, which, as we know, is obviously very important. Mm -hmm. Um, and an inability to recover efficiently from training. Um, mm -hmm. And so when we're training for something, it's important that we are able to recover so the next training session we're ready to go. So if we're right. not eating properly, um, that training session is not going to be as successful, um, as well as an increased risk of injury. Mm -hmm. So again, if we're training for a marathon or something like that and we can't exercise and train, um, mm -hmm. then that's obviously going to impact how successful we are. Propel is a fully customized software platform that allows organizations of all sizes to run a comprehensive global well-being program for their employees and families. Propel is built to create long-term behavior change by infusing an organization's distinctive culture into a well-being program that reflects its unique needs. Propel allows you to run an unlimited number of well-being challenges, automate a health incentive program, deliver curated content, integrate organizational initiatives, and more. With Propel, you have the flexibility to meet your employees where they are 
and help them develop healthy habits that stick. To see all of the ways you can use Propel to engage your employees, schedule a 30-minute demo with our team by emailing sales at propelwellness.com or visit our website at propelwellness.com. Absolutely. And you want every single session that you put in to actually matter. Otherwise, right. well, you know, why did you do it? Right. Um, so, okay, we have the general idea, but let's get into the specifics and how we manipulate things. So first, just lay out what are the main variables that we can manipulate when we um, start optimizing our nutrition for performance? Great question. So a person's dietary requirements are going to be dependent upon several different aspects. So the person's goals, the type of sport or activity that they're participating in, um, the environment that they're practicing in and training in. Um, and so for that reason, it's going to be very individualized. Um, we're going to focus on those nutrients that you're asking about um, that are really important to consider and some general recommendations along with that. Um, so going into that, our three macronutrients are going to be the most important. They're our building blocks. They're our foundation. Um, it's carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Um, these help to uh, optimize performance um, with exercise recovery and then just long-term health, making sure we have a good balance of those items. Um, and then timing throughout the day is also important um, and training should also be considered. Hmm. So which one is the most important? Good question. Uh, definitely carbohydrates by far is your main fuel source. Um, so going to be the most important. Exercising muscles are fueled by both stored energy um, and then energy eaten prior to or during exercise. And the majority of that is coming from carbohydrates. They're the most efficient and preferred source to fuel your muscles during activity. Um, maintaining those stores is also very important. So what we call muscle glycogen is a form uh, of stored carbohydrates, essentially. Um, so including adequate carbohydrates um, in our meals and snacks each day is imperative to help prevent fatigue, uh, maintain high intensity throughout our exercise, um, and then also with concentration, um, and then even limit perceived effort. So mm. very important. Our carbs should also... Uh, be a majority of our total daily calorie intake, which is obviously going to be individualized, um, but taking about 60 to 70% of your total daily calories in the form of carbohydrates. Hmm. There's two types of carbohydrates that are also important to include. Um, you're gonna have some complex carbohydrates, um, which are more slowly digestible, um, and those are gonna be important uh, long before exercise or even after exercise. Your simple carbohydrates are typically used really close to exercise or during exercise. Um, and foods are going to be a mixture of this typically, but you do have forms of both as well. Um, carbs are going to be found in your fruits, your vegetables, um, your grains like pasta and rice, um, as well as cereal. Um, when consumed appropriately, your body converts that sugar um, and starches into an energy source, um, which is easily digested and shows up quickly. Um, Again, the stored energy that we have is, is called glycogen. Mm. Um, when we don't eat enough or we have a low-carb low intake, um, our glycogen stores become depleted. Um, that's going to, in turn, cause us to not have a lot of energy. Um, if you run out of that fuel, um, your body is going to start to burn fat and protein for energy, which in this case, what we're talking about, is not mm. ideal. Um, and that's going to, in turn, cause our performance to drop, which is obviously the opposite of what we want to do. So with all that being said, carbohydrates are the most important macronutrient. I'm glad you clarified because um, 
I, I know people are used to thinking about exercise burning off fat, and that is the most important thing for people just generally they think in their heads. But if we're talking about performance and we want to actually improve the effort that we're able to put in, it is important to have the carbohydrates. But let's let's also talk about protein because um, when we are training, many times we are doing uh, strength training where we're trying to build muscle. Mm -hmm. We're completing patterns that are helping our body to have more muscular endurance and, and overall strength. So what role does protein play in your nutrition and how can we optimize it for our performance? Sure. So... Protein is essential. It's needed for the building and repairing process mainly, um, but it also helps support a, a healthy immune system. So protein is very important. Um, protein along with carbs um, after exercise will also help prevent muscle breakdown and activate muscle repair. So as you know, when you're exercising, you're tearing your muscles apart. And so that protein is going to help to build and repair that after exercise. Um, so as a whole, protein should take about 12 to 15% of your total daily calories. Again, whatever those calorie needs are. Sources of protein are going to be meat, poultry, eggs, beans, nuts, and dairy. And you want to have a wide variety in your diet as well. Um, the question that you're asking about, will protein make my muscles grow? So while protein is important, um, it's not going to magically make you stronger just by eating more protein. Um, to make your muscles grow, you have to put them to work, which is mm -hmm. your exercise, um, and eat enough calories throughout the day to build that mass. Um, so it's a combination of both. Um, and then one question that a lot of people ask is about, you know, supplementing your protein sources. Um, and that's not necessar necessary, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're getting adequate calories throughout the day and you're balancing that protein throughout. Um, a supplement isn't necessary. Um, so, um, protein and carbohydrates in conjunction are going to be the, are going to be your best bet. Okay. I know fat is, a uh, our last of the three that you talked about. And for a lot of people they're they're doing, um, high fat diets is, is one thing that's really popular. <laughs> so is that something that actually would optimize our performance if we were on a high fat, uh, maybe low carb diet? In short, no. Um, and here's why. Um, small amounts of fat are good, um, and they help us with certain functions. They're also an alternative energy source to glucose. But again, our primary source of fuel is our glucose. Um, how your body uses fat depends on the intensity and the duration of your exercise. So if you're doing something low intensity, you're walking your dog or just taking a walk, um, fat is your primary source. Of fuel. If you're increasing your intensity, which is what we're talking about again, so you know, mm -hmm. you're on the elliptical, you're running, um, you're training for something, carbohydrates are going to be that primary fuel source. Um, so if your body doesn't have enough carbs um, and you use up those glycogen stores, your body is going to be forced to use fat as that fuel, um, but your performance and your intensity in turn is going to decrease, which is the opposite of what we want to see here. Mm -hmm. um, so exercising to maximize performance more carbohydrates, lower fat. Um, another thing to think about is if we are eating a lot of fat, um, are we eating enough carbs? Typically not, because if we're consuming more fat, we're not eating or not consuming those carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. um, so in general recommendations, about 20 to 30% of your total daily calories should come from fat. 
Um, and there's different sources. We have our saturated fats, which are found in our animal products. Um, and then we have our unsaturated fats that are found in uh, plant-based sources, avocados, nuts, seeds, fatty fish, um, and plant oils. We haven't talked about water yet. And um, pretty much everyone knows that when you're active, you need water. <laughs> but how does that actually help us as opposed to just being necessary? How does that help us optimize our performance? Good question. So it's necessary, as you said, um, to live um, and our body is about 60 to 70 percent water um, and it's essential for almost every, every bodily function. But it's important for performance because just a little bit of dehydration um, can impact our performance. So um, we can't make or store water. We have to take in water. Um, we lose water and fluids throughout the day, not just through sweating, but when we go to the bathroom, when we sleep, when we're talking and when we're breathing. So those store, there's nowhere to store this. So you've got to consume um, more, um, especially with exercise. So making sure you have adequate hydration is important. Um, if you're going to be exercising longer periods of time or you're going to be out in the heat, it's also important not to just drink more water, um, but you may want to consider a sports drink with just some a little bit of carbohydrates and some electrolytes to help make sure you've got fluid balance. Um, also, uh, weighing yourself before and after exercise, because as I mentioned earlier, um, even 2% um, decrease of your body weight can impact your uh, mm. performance. So for a 150-pound individual, that's about three pounds. Um, so not a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then our general recommendations for fluid intake is about 12 to 15 cups of fluids per day, which also includes the fluids from the foods that you eat. But again, this is going to be super individualized based on the environment that you're in, the environment you're exercising in, your sweat rate, um, how physically active you are. Um, and so uh, just monitoring your hydration through the color of your urine is a great way to make sure that you're staying adequately hydrated um, and keeping up that performance. What role do vitamins and minerals play? Is that something we need to be spending a lot of time focusing on? In the grand scheme of things, no, um, unless you have a diagnosed deficiency. Um, but certain micronutrients are important. So sodium, iron, calcium, vitamin D, magnesium, and even antioxidants. But recommendations are going to vary widely based on your individual needs. Um, so if you're eating a well-balanced diet um, and you're taking in a variety of foods, you typically don't need to worry about um, increasing your consumption or over-consuming those um, vitamins and minerals. Um, there's not a benefit in over-consuming those. Um, so more importantly would be if you had a diagnosed deficiency, like I mentioned, and that would be where you'd want to talk to a physician or a dietitian for more recommendations on that. So in in all of this information, you've, you've given us some great tips here, but um, I think for most people with nutrition, the hardest part is really just trying to figure out how do I be consistent with this and make it something that's attainable, that I don't have to hire a private chef to do all this <laughs> stuff for me. So what is one tip that you can give us that is helping us to more consistently be focused on eating for energy? Yeah. So taking all this information into consideration, you have to have a plan. Um, without a plan, you're not going to be successful. Um, so making sure that you're making a weekly meal plan, um, prepping your meals ahead of time, um, and also planning for, you know, those events where you're going to be out. Um, if you're going to be 
at home, if you're going to be at work, if you're going to be traveling, you want to make sure you plan your meals and snacks accordingly. If you planned all your meals at home, but you're going to be traveling out out of town for three or four days, um, then that's not really helpful. So kind of taking a week, a look at the week ahead and planning and prepping um, appropriately and having a pantry stocked, having your fridge stocked um, and taking things with you wherever you go in case you get stuck um, mm-hmm. and need to have something with you. So really taking a look at your individual needs and planning um, for those times. And how often do you think we should reevaluate that plan? as we see how it impacts our performance? Constantly. Um, We always recommend that people try a variety of things because what works for one individual may not work for another. Mm -hmm. Um, So once you find out what works, then stick with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you're trying to figure out, you know, what carbs are going to be great for your training, um, what protein is better for you and better for you for digestion, um, you want to make sure you stick with what you what works for you. Mm-hmm. But it could change up until you kind of figure out what what's best. Right. Yeah, I can imagine you, you'd be focused on trying to see how well you do in your training, um, how full and focused are you on a consistent basis, how does it affect just your body's ability to move. Um, so all really important factors. Uh, and and it is, it's true, you need to have a plan and you need to make sure that you have something that you can continue to go back to. You can't fly by the seat of your (laughs) pants and um, hope that your nutrition is going to get better. Right. Well, Elena, thank you so much for joining us today. I I think this was great information and um, you can see uh, more of Elena's podcasts um, within the Propel podcast library. Uh, If you have not already, go check out either Apple, Spotify, or Google podcasts so that you can listen to these episodes offline. Um, and you can download them and uh, leave us a uh, review as well if, um, if you're interested. But um, thank you, Elena, for being here. And from everyone here at Propel, be well. <laughs>